0: Welcome into Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts with CPA and personal financial specialist, Phil Putney. Now, let's get rolling with today's show. Hey, everybody. Welcome into the final edition of Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts for 2020.
1: Yay! Wrapping it streamers up. Streamers. Yeah, should have had confetti. the streamers. And the, yeah, know, the
0: I'll, I'll put some digital confetti <laughs> on the screen there. Uh, So, yeah, we've made it to the end of 2020. This is our 67th tax hack, our 67th podcast, basically a fun little way to do that. So we hope that you picked up a useful nugget or two along the way and enjoyed yourself. And and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast or Phil's uh, Facebook page, whatever you like to do, just so you get updated with new ones as they come out. He sends these out in newsletters and email blasts and various different things, but you can make it super simple on yourself by just subscribing on YouTube or Apple or Spotify or iHeart or Stitcher. Uh, All of those things are pretty much pre-installed on your phone nowadays. So all you got to do is open whatever those apps are, type in Phil's Tax Hacks, in the search box, you should be able to find it. Hit the little subscribe button, and you are good to go. And it supports the channel as well, so that's a nice way to go. But it doesn't cost you anything, so pretty easy to do. What's going on, my friend? Welcome to the end of this year. I'm
1: doing great. looking, yeah. looking forward to wrapping this year up. So I'll tell you what, yeah, so the holiday seasons. Depending on who, who knows what exactly that's going to look like as we get into the last couple of weeks here,
0: yeah. but yeah, well, we're going to we'll finish see. this off. Uh, With two weeks to go left in the month, we're going to finish our last podcast for the holidays. uh, Just the way they fall, we're going to take off uh, Christmas uh, week and and New Year's Eve week or New Year's week, I suppose. So we'll be back at the first of 2021. We thought we'd finish off this year with a little, there's a little levity, a little something different. We're just going to talk about retirement lifestyle since a big portion of our listeners are retirees and pre retirees, folks getting closer to that. Mm -hmm. Uh, We thought we'd go through a conversation. I've got a few items here, Phil, where just really, what's your retirement lifestyle plan? What are you kind of uh, envisioning? We've had some, we kind of gave it some fun titles or some silly titles here for some of these. Uh, And basically, you know, have you really thought about it? So if you're getting close to pulling that retirement trigger and maybe COVID has pushed that feeling and that conversation more forward, have you really talked with your spouse or significant other? Have you really gone through your advisor (laughs) and really shared with them? Uh, what you want retirement to look like. So I'm going to give you guys and Phil the, uh, the type here and I'll let Phil talk about some things to ponder when it comes to the types of lifestyles. Okay? Sure. All right. So here's the challenge for you, my friend. Uh, the two house solution. Being in a Michigander now, you definitely got yeah, folks yeah. who want to have
1: two homes, we whether it's call the them up- snowbirds. Yeah, <laughs> <yep>. <laughs> or well, I guess that's what they call yeah. us Michiganders down in, in Florida. So. Yeah, you could have the Youpers, <laughs> though. You could have the folks that yeah, be yeah, up you know it's funny you say that because I do have several clients that their their idea of retirement is going north. So you know they're they've maybe got a property up north that that's where they end up going yeah. all the time now. So
0: we were just talking about how really cold it is. Yeah,
1: uh, yeah. You know, So it, it, it depends on what you like in retirement, but yeah, I mean that's really kind of what this topic is is geared towards is that retirement discussion. There's a lot yeah. involved in it, and and how much it takes for you to retire yeah. is going to be dependent on what kind of these you know lifestyles you want to live. So, so are you a, a two household so. kind of person? Is that
0: something that's yep. on your mind, folks? Um, I feel again you probably have a, ver- a variety of people who do some of that.
1: Maybe Absolutely.
0: It's, maybe it's warmer weather. Uh, maybe it's tax incentives. Maybe you want a, a house that isn't a. Which is one of the reasons I think Florida typically is on there, right?
1: Yep. Yeah, I mean, Florida is probably the number one. I mean, that's where, Arizona. You know, most most retirees. Arizona is getting up there now. You know, or even yeah. Texas, Alabama area. I mean, they're you know, but uh, yeah, I think between Florida and, and Arizona are the top two. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, basically, it, it's a. Are you wanting to spend? You know, maybe part of the year in your Michigan or wherever you're located, your your household home, you know, and then you want to get away for a few months or half a right. year. Scenario kind of depends on what you're looking at. So could be some tax reasons for it. Now, I do have several negatives to, that have, any
0: negatives to ponder.
1: Well, you have to realize, okay, both benefits and and downfalls to it, right? Yeah, so sure, yeah, I mean, there everyone thinks of, oh yeah, I just I want to make Florida my residence and. There's no state income tax there. That's great for Michigan. You're going to save four and a quarter percent. Okay. So, the flip side of that now you've got to start to, to realize is that now you are a non resident of Michigan. So, your property taxes in your house are going to almost double.
0: Oh, you okay. know,
1: and if you've got a second home that would probably already has affected that that way anyway. So, you're going to it's going to be somewhat of a trade off. You okay. know, you're not going to have taxes on certain items. Michigan already doesn't tax social security, you know, they already don't tax. Twenty to forty thousand dollars of kind of a, an exemption amount that they give certain retirees, depending on age. Okay, you know, so again, it, it, if you're going to do it for tax reasons, understand what the real number is, run the math behind it to see. Um, we've got a lot of clients we talked to earlier about Roth conversions and other podcasts, and. Mm-hmm. Um, If you've made Florida your principal residence as we're doing conversions, well, you're saving four and a quarter percent on the whole Roth conversion amounts. And that could be a pretty significant savings, too. So
0: So weather typically is what we see a lot. Taxes could be another one. Uh, Downside, I guess, would be depending on if you're, you know, so let's say just here in Michigan. If your family's here and you're going mm-hmm. to Florida half the year, you know you may be missing out on some things that you might not have. So it's always pros and cons with anything, and that's you're gonna find that through this list. And some of these actually might even work together. You might yeah. be like, "Well, I want to kind of combine a couple of these." So, uh, and these are just some fun things and some some typical items that we tend to see uh, through the year. So again, as you're going along, you might find that two or three of these kind of resonate. Kind of but, resonate, yeah. Yeah, the key is talking it through. This one is interesting. So my uh, my bandmate and uh, my buddy Phil, he just bought a camper. He's okay. retired military. Uh, yeah. His wife's not working, uh, and so they're you know they're forty five because he did his twenty years, you know, and uh, sure. so they, he retired at forty five. And uh, they, he bought a camper, and he bought it for two reasons. One because they have their first grandbaby, and, and okay. while they want to spend a lot of time with her, of course, what happens often is. Uh, their kids are taking advantage of the built-in babysitting, right? And so that, and a coupled with just kind of you know getting out and doing some things, and and you know just all his years of travel and the service, he just kind of feels like. So he got a camper. Basically, we're calling this one the RV life. So whether it's an RV or a camper, there are folks who want to get a vehicle like that, whether it's pull behind or a drivable and yep. travel around and just go place to place. And of course, COVID has actually surprisingly kicked this up. Oh, and, it's accelerated dramatically. Uh, 2,000% up in RV and camper sales. And he was telling me some of the parks, the camper parks they've been to just in November and December have been slammed full yes. uh, of folks doing things. Do you have anybody who's kind of expressed interest in, in something like
1: that? Yeah, it's funny. I've got a lot of clients that, that, um, use or you know take the RV lifestyle, um, you, you and actually, that, I was going to say that's personally that's our preference. We yeah. we've camped for years, um, and as I get to the point of retirement, that is going to be w- what we do. Is okay. you know I don't want to have a second residence down in Florida. Nothing against Florida. Nothing no, against yeah. owning a second residence, but hey, I don't know where we want to go. You know what yeah. what do we want to see? And that's the advantage of the RV lifestyle is that you're, you've are got your own mobile home, so to speak, with you and you go wherever you want to go, kind of check it out. And you're going to find some places you like and right. but at least that yeah. way you're not stuck, if you want to think of it that way, in one place, unless you find something you really like and maybe at some point you do and you decide to buy something versus yeah. – you know, traveling in an RV because there's pros and cons. I mean, it's nice. It's convenient. It, <laughs> they get but two it's big still, German
0: shepherds, which is really interesting.
1: Yeah. The, okay. Dogs always make it interesting. That That's actually one, not one of the, the main reasons, but a reason that we went from a pop-up into a fifth wheel eventually because we had uh, a golden retriever. Yeah. And as she grew, it's like, okay, her and three kids and a pop-up getting kind of tight in here. Yeah.
0: So. <laughs> yeah, Well, you know, and some people and my buddy's contemplating this and, and I asked him and I thought it'd be fun to add it to the podcast this week. He's really considering they're really talking about selling their home at some point. They don't have any real ties. He's been in the same military town here in North Carolina for uh, the entire 20 plus years. They've got a couple of good friends, but uh, they're thinking about maybe selling the home or airbnb being it. And just living in the camper and doing the camper thing. And I was like, that sounds fun, but is that sustainable for maybe a couple of years? But after that, I mean, age is, granted they're younger right now, but age is going to factor in. You can only sleep in a, I'm sure a little bed, you know, for so long.
1: And I mean, it depends on the type of camper they have. I mean, some of them are pretty nice. You you could comfortably live there for a while, but I mean, it's it's back to kind of that tiny house conversation, so to speak. I mean, if, if you've got a, you Know 2000, 3000, or bigger square foot home now that you've lived in for 20 years or more, there's a lot of stuff in that house, you know. And so, you're going to Airbnb it or get rid of it. What are you going to do with all that stuff and downsize and condense into something you can pull with you unless you want to rent a storage facility? Oh, yeah, he's
0: talking about chopping them, you know, chopping a lot of stuff off,
1: right? You know, so Uh, and maybe, I mean, it it could be that I don't have any clients that have done that. Yeah, the the clients that are, are doing this. Um, that I work with is is more rather than having a second residence in Florida, this is their version of that where they have an RV and they generally like RVing anyways. And And
0: I can see that in the go-go years definitely being viable. I can see it starting to taper off in in those slow-go years when we get to that point, you know, where we're starting to, it's a bit more hassle, uh, especially if you're talking about a pull-behind, right? There's a lot more work. Yeah. You know, things yeah, we, of that
1: nature. It's funny. My wife and I have already had some of that discussion. We do, we have a fifth wheel. So, I mean, it's, right. and it's not that difficult to tow and hook up. And I mean, leveling anymore is you hit the button and it levels itself and does everything. So, I mean, it's not that difficult, but at the end of the day, it's still you're towing. And, yeah, you know, and she's like, yeah, I don't know. You know, we'll see at some point, you might not want to do that anymore. We might right. go into a more of a. You know, the larger class A type RV where you, you drive, and there's you pros drive. and cons. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, but,
0: but then you, you know, then you may have to pull a small vehicle behind you if you want to go that's around. That's
1: the whole other part of it. Yeah. It's funny. You're still it's funny because I, I love this kind of discussion because it's one of my passions and we love it. Yeah. So we, as clients, have, um some of it I've introduced it to them and they've picked up and they love it, and others okay. have done this. And we've had these discussions. And I just had that discussion with a client earlier that they were talking about, yeah, I think we're going to do a, you know, a bigger class C and, you know, um, and we started talking about, well, you know, you're probably going to want to tow a car. Why would I want to do that? I said, okay, well, stop and think about this for a second. You got a 30 foot class C. Yeah. You know, all the slides are pulled out. You got in the campground. Now you got to go to the grocery store. What are you going to do? Right. Unlifting. You got to bring everything back in, pack it up, go to the grocery store and then come back. You yeah. know, I mean, you can yeah. Uber, you can, you know, maybe. Yeah. But- <laughs> maybe,
0: but depending on where you're at, the idea <laughs> maybe is not, probably going to yeah. be in places where that's not the case. So, Uh, and then you know, then you get some interesting characters along the way as well. So,
1: we could probably have a whole podcast just on the RV life. Maybe we'll do that. (laughs) i will
0: put that down for 2021. We'll do more on the RV life. Yeah, we'll keep moving along for today to try to get through as many of these as we can. Um, this one I don't think we see much anymore, Phil. So, we'll go to the next one, but COVID has certainly brought this next one to the forefront. Yes, we are hopeful. Very hopeful that this will not be an ongoing problem in 2021, but it could be for a while. Yes. Uh, and that's the front por- the front porch life, excuse me. But that doesn't seem to be that common anymore for people that retire to just chill.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't happen that often anymore. I mean, I, I don't have any clients specifically I can think of that that is their version of, of retirement. They're pretty right. active. You know, but hey, if that's your lifestyle or what you like to do in retirement, that's great. Now, comparing costs with other lifestyles, that's very inexpensive. There's not a lot involved. Well, I guess it depends on what your front porch looks like and what, what your version of the front porch is. But, it's know. a
0: big old wrap around, like <laughs> if a Mac and You might have some issues. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you're not traveling a lot, you just like to stay at home. There's nothing wrong with any of these. If that's yeah. what it's, no, retirement exactly. is what you want to do. That's what the you, point of the conversation, you, right? What it is yeah. that you want to
0: do. But that's a great point you bring up. Uh, a lot of people, we talk about a lot of the X's and O's often on the show. And financially, many people are behind the eight ball or think they're behind the eight ball until they come in and get a plan and find out where they actually stand. And maybe you need to go into retirement for whatever the reason might be. The front porch life could be the way you do that a little sooner than you wanted to, or when you needed to, because you
1: financially aren't quite there yet.
0: Right. Does right. that make sense? Cause yep. like you said, it's not as, it's not as expensive.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's you know always a big question that comes up is oh do I have enough you know yeah. how do I compare to other people yeah and it's like well, well it really depends I mean it's all very fluid do what you does depend- your version of retirement right. look yeah. like you know yeah. what if are you you're a front about? porch that's a pretty inexpensive retirement versus if you're the you know two home or an RV lifestyle or yeah. you know something I mean a lot of travel now we're Kind of open the the threshold, so to speak, on what that cost is. So.
0: Yeah, uh, I was just talking with a guy earlier. This for this next one, I was doing a show with a fella uh, in Pennsylvania, and uh, he was talking about for his uh, gifts this year at Christmas. He gave a lot of his folks. Um, tri- like I guess coupons or vouchers or I don't know what, whatever it was, gift cards, whatever for cruise lines, concerts, all the things we couldn't do in 2020 because he's gotten great deals on them. Oh, yeah. To buy them for 2021 or beyond. So he's been give- he's given that away as, uh, As Christmas presents. I thought, well, that's kind of interesting, Mm -hmm. an interesting way to do it. And so this next one's kind of called the college life, if you will, because typically, and it's an interesting stat, there's uh, some of the bigger popular places to retire also are adjacent to larger college-y type of draws because they have access to great music venues and yeah. access to great restaurants and sporting events. And so some people, when they want to retire, they want to downsize, maybe get a condo or something. Mm-hmm. They want to be in the nightlife. They want to be where there's always something happening.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, if you're very active in that that um, social type of events like that, that might be a great lifestyle for you. Move to to or near a college town. I mean, there's a lot of conveniences, number one. Yeah.
0: I mean, you know, like, and Florida, like you mentioned,
1: now, now you're going to have, you know, you've got the, the stadiums there for that college, if they're, you know, have a, any kind of sporting. So probably want to move to the college for the, the team, your favorite team, right? Right. Um, typically great venues for, like you said, concerts and yeah. restaurants and all the above. So it's a yeah, Nashville, different Nashville's lifestyle. Gotten
0: very popular prior to COVID had gotten very popular in Nashville uh, for people to retire to. You've got both weather, you've got warmer Southern weather, but you've also got sure. a little winter going on. Uh, Obviously, lots of music venues, there's sports teams, all the major sport teams, uh, definitely college. So, you know, Austin, Texas, just about any city in Florida, uh, you know, so it definitely pops up. Okay. Yep. All right. Uh, Well, Florida, I mentioned it. So let's go ahead and go with, uh, what is it? What is it? God's waiting room is what they call it.
1: (laughs) Yep. Yep. And it's, uh, it is probably the number one uh, destination of retirement. Um, you know, my parents, uh, finally got a, a second home down in Florida. I think it's been three or four years ago now. So they, they gave in and they've got a, a second home where they spend actually more and more of the year down there. Now they're trying to avoid the, the snow. So each year right. it's a little bit earlier. I think this year was almost Halloween and they were down there already because they okay. got hit with a snowstorm last year and they're like, Oh, we waited too long. We're going earlier next year. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, and we talked so. about that a little bit with the two household Uh, situation but maybe you just want to live there permanently there's a lot obviously you know you could have the conversation there's a ton of activities and the grandkids want to come and see you right because of disney and all the parks and yada 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 Uh, plus you've got the warmer weather and and uh, golf and you know so on and so forth but
1: there's and as i say, florida gives you a lot of options i mean there is if you want a ton of activity and things to do the orlando area with disney and i mean it's hopping all the time there's right you know, nightlife there's whatever you want to do lot yeah but, but there's an awful lot of people you got to you have to love traffic because you're going to be in traffic yeah. all and the humidity time yeah humidity. Then, i don't i don't know that i could ever live in florida full-time just because of that so yeah it's it, it, it depends on the area i mean you get to northern florida and right. it has a little bit more temper you know temperature yeah uh, temperedness i should say yeah. yeah. or, or, bit, some, or some
0: ocean breeze there's a couple you know there's yeah. like anything there's some. Midi- i will say though i think louisiana is worse than Florida. Yes. Uh, the yeah, most he, humid I've ever been is in Louisiana. So love you, Louisiana, but it's definitely humid there.
1: It, it is humid.
0: Uh, all right. So can't talk about Florida without talking about the golf courses. Golf. yeah. But let's be fair. There's golf courses everywhere. And, and a lot of people, you know, that's been a, it's a cliche of retirement, mm-hmm. but Hey, if it's your thing, it's your thing. A lot of people want to retire, men and women, and really hit the links. I've got a good friend who plays, he's retired now, he's 65, and he plays probably four times a week. But yep. you got to plan for that, Phil. It's costly. Again,
1: it is very costly. We're, yes, we talk about costly retirements. You better have yes. this golf budget in play because it's going to be expensive. Number one, if you want to live on the course, I mean, there's yeah. usually a pretty sizable upcharge for, for residences on, on or near that. Course, but yeah. And memberships yeah. at the, the, the golf or country club now. And yeah, yeah, so there's a lot more expense, but again, if that's your version of life in, in retirement, then Hey, yeah. You know, But make what, sure what does it's it take a, to make that happen?
0: Right. Make sure it's simpatico for both people, because I'm sure yes, a lot of times sure. one wants to play a lot of golf and the other could care less. And so you got to strike that happy balance. Uh, living here in North Carolina, I'm actually 20 minutes away from Pinehurst. And of course, uh, number nine, there is a famous, you know, golf hole with, uh, or golf course, uh, where, you know, the U S opens played and tons of things like that. And it is mega pricey, you know, it oh, is yeah. Yeah, you
1: get into any of the popular courses like that. You're, you're beach, you know, so a big wallet out because it's going to be expensive. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. So working with an advisor, you know, to plan for that and any of these really having that conversation to make sure that you're you're planning accordingly for the lifestyle that you want. And that's really just kind of the idea behind the show this week. Yep. And then really, Phil, we can sum all this up on our final one, which is just to your point, you got very passionate about the RV life. Mm-hmm. Whatever your lifestyle in retirement is, want you want it to be, just follow a passion, chase a passion, because isn't that the point of
1: retirement? Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, you've worked all these years. Now it's time to maybe step back and enjoy it. However, that version of an enjoyment is for you. If it's sitting on the front porch, just watching the world go by and, and taking right. it easy, that's great. Then, you know, plan for that. Yeah, You know, if you want that active college type lifestyle, I always like things going on. There you go. You know, or you want to travel. I mean, there's all these different options, but at the end of the day, it, it's part of, in fact, probably the biggest part of retirement that you have to understand what is that look like yeah. and how long, Yeah, you know, because I mean, if yeah, you like the golf, but how many years are you going to golf? <laughs> how know? many rounds can you play? Yeah. How many how many rounds can you play? And uh-huh. yeah, so.
0: Well, I mean, passion, I mean, no matter what it is, right, Phil, whether it's helping others, whether it's, uh, you know, volunteering at the animal shelters, whether it's, yep. you know, starting a second business, a lot of the things that we've covered throughout this year on the podcast, whatever it is. You know, we're humans. We're just not. Well, we're not designed to do what we're doing right now. I don't want to get all too much of on a soapbox, but, you know, right. sitting and confining and locking down, you know, if it's, you know, if that's going to help us, great, you know, but at the end of the day, we can't do this for long. We're not built that way. And so retirement, in a way, is a COVID lockdown if you don't find a passion in something that you could chase. Or right. Am I being a little too dramatic there?
1: No, absolutely. I mean, yeah, they, we talked a lot about the others are kind of destinations, so to speak, or, you know, what you'd like to do from retirement. But yeah, that passion of, yeah, if you like to volunteer, you know, then they that has to kind of blend in, yeah. you know, then with what you maybe where you end up, you know, the style of life uh, or uh, retirement lifestyle you have. Or, yeah. Or, so, but yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's a big piece of retirement. You don't want to, you, you want to have that piece thought out, you know, what does it look like? Exactly. What yeah. is retirement for you? Um, not just, all right, I'm going to, stop working next week and I don't know <laughs> right. what I'm going to
0: do. So, right. I've punched my last clock down to the factory and I'm yep. done, you know, kind of thing. And we talk about the X's, X's and O's, the money all the time on the show, but and we, we do deviate once in a while and get into some of the other parts of retirement and we'll continue to do so because there is so many moving parts to planning for retirement, but you still do have to have that plan because whatever your lifestyle is and whatever the passion is, unless you're just sitting on a heap of cash, and I mean a heap of cash, you know, planning has got to go into it. You uh, plant those and,
1: money trees in the backyard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know,
0: uh, so uh, you know, working with an advisor and really just trying to get uh, you know get those goals accomplished is is yep. kind of uh, paramount. They run tandem. They run. They run together.
1: The, so, absolutely. And then, as a, a married couple, if you're married, have the discussion together. You know, what are each? Your, hopefully, your passions are similar, and you you know, kind of blend in. That's, makes that makes oh, it a whole man. lot easier. Yeah. But I mean, if they're not, then you got to have a discussion because, you know, if you, you love golf and you want to live on a golf course, but your wife is like, are you kidding me? Yeah. You know? there's no way. I mean, a golf, I don't want to be picking up golf balls out of the yard and you know <laughs> having them fly through the windows. And yeah, <laughs>
0: Yeah. you know, I, you, when you say that, that made me think, I was like, I don't know what my, my wife and I are going to do. Cause we don't have a whole lot in common. Actually we are, as far as our interests go, they couldn't be more different. I mean, she likes to paint. I like to make music and we like to watch movies and that's about it. <laughs> so,
1: so you're going to have to have a house that you each have your own little space to do that. Which and you we got a, already a big, do. Yeah. yeah theater so. in the, you know, basement, you can watch movies in (laughs) which you know which
0: we already do but no matter what it is folks just you know make sure that you're working with your spouse your significant other and your advisor to get a plan in place that's going to help you achieve those lifestyle goals those retirement lifestyle goals and that's going to do it for us for this year on 2020 this was our 67th podcast i believe uh, hack number 67 so we certainly appreciated your time phil i've enjoyed talking with you all year it's been a ton of fun likewise it's
1: been fun Have a great new year. We'll talk after the the first of the year. Absolutely. Have a great Christmas. Enjoy
0: uh, whatever it is that it's going to be this year. Uh, Make the best of it. Celebrate the ringing of the year uh, as this one goes out and the new one comes in. But just temper it a little bit with uh, some expectations for 2021. But if you got questions, you need help, you know what to do, reach out to Phil. 248-888-7530. 248-888-7530. Or go to philstaxhacks.com. My voice gave out. philstaxhacks.com com and we'll see you in 2021 bye folks
1: all right have a great christmas
0: investment advisory services offered through AFS wealth management the content of this program is provided for informational purposes only and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy investments andor investment strategies involve risk including the possible loss of principal there is no assurance that any investment strategy will achieve its objectives.